2: This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker and this is the H&J Daily for some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, We were joined by Jeff Norcott. He is an AFC Wimbledon fan and comedian and his team take on their arch-rivals... Uh, MK Dons. Yeah. this evening He club. won't even say their name he can't, If you, if you that notice that He can't we're playing say tonight, their name He can't even say their name no. So uh, he looked into that game Put a bit of context on it Yeah um, We had uh, Now you may have heard about These Kendall Town FC fans Who've been stranded on the Isle of Man We attempted to have a chat With one of their fans Dave Lambert <laughs> We had issues I think it's fair <laughs> to say The storm got in the way I think it did But uh, for comedy uh of purposes, we will bring you that. We had a bit of a chat. <laughs> we did. You kick things off for we us had today, all, Charlie. Hundreds of texts. Yeah, we thank did you get for those quite today. A lot. So uh, here it all is. <laughs>
3: Good afternoon, Charlie Afternoon, Paul I love that Whenever I see a rugby player Yeah And they're off to the south of France
2: Yeah To to. Well, he's play. going to Paris
3: On the outskirts uh, yeah, of Paris pa- Could be worse Could be worse yeah. I, always, I always put myself in their shoes And think, yeah, that sounds nice Yeah Perhaps I'll do that instead Do you think I could go and get a game think you're For like, Toulouse or something I think you could certainly couple go of, You could couple certainly seasons. go to Toulouse <laughs> A <laughs> couple of seasons at, at Toulouse Just to end my career Warm yeah. weather that would be, wouldn't it be great? I don't think I'll get in the England team anymore. What about anymore? Him to Charlie Baker
2: <laughs> used to do with his show? Oh, he, funny enough, he got a contract at Toulouse. Was he a rugby years? player? No, I just wanted to see out his career and uh, just go they and, seem quite keen. Yeah, is it warm weather. Uh, I don't it? think he's played, I think he played once and he got hurt and he hasn't yeah, played yeah. since. He was a bit frightened. Yeah. Whenever the ball came to him, he put his hand <laughs> over his head. Yeah. Don't tackle me, not don't the face. Me. Don't tackle yeah, me. So, uh, yeah, so that, that was, that was nice. a weird end to a career Charlie. That's where I might
3: signed for I'm not sure yeah. about it um, we've got
2: uh, the Kendall
3: FC on later on haven't we Kend- we have they've Kendall been,
2: Town Kendall Town they've been stranded on the Isle of Man I think they went there for a game the other day and couldn't get back and I, I, I think they're still um, they're still edging their way back from the well, it's, you know worse places to be stuck but yeah. still it's uh, I hope they took plenty of mint cake with them. Well, that's what I was going to bring up, Paul. I was going to bring up, Paul. This is a, I just said to you, I've got a text topic that I think is brilliant and you, yeah. won't,
3: and you absolutely won't want to do. Right. So I'll set it and we'll see what happens.
2: Shall okay. We do? Charlie often comes up with <laughs> and said, let's ask the listeners this question and me and the producers go, no, you're all right. No, we won't he throws that. it he, on the basis that If you throw enough of it at the wall, some of it's bound yeah. to stick. Isn't it, Charlie, I
3: like to feel that I've got ideas, you know. You they're, have, not, yeah. they're not all good ideas. No,
2: but it's great. God bless you for coming up with them. So here we fantastic. go. C plus always does his best. Hiking
3: footballers, Paul. We're going for. I'm ki- hiking football. I'm kicking you off with Howard Kendall mint cake, and we're go- and we're going on from there. <laughs> are
2: we? Really? Are you, are you happy with that or not? You, that's, oh, all, well, that's all I'm, I've got. It's, you've put it out there now, yeah. so I've, I can't put it. I can't put it back in the bottle. So we're going I? with
3: hiking footballers. Howard Kendall mint cake is taken. Okay, let's have your hiking
2: footballers. Okay, let's have. Well, if, okay, let's have your hiking footballers. Emmanuel
3: crampons.
2: That's all I've got. Uh, Fring pong, fring pong. Oh, Oh, okay. No, Not quite, is it? Not quite good. Should have
3: stayed with Howard Kendall Cake.
2: Yeah, I think maybe you've peaked with that. (laughs) So go on then, if you must. He's put it out there. I've got no control over that now. I've said it now. I've said it out loud. Talksport.com forward slash H&J text to 81089 tweet to TSH&J. Um, you may have seen some footage of the Wolves players out of the game last night uh, in special daylight glasses, daylight therapy glasses. Yeah. And Gary O'Neill, he's gone down the marginal gains Mm -hmm. route. Yeah. And uh, this is because there is a thing, like going into night games, he says. Well, let me tell you what he says. He says, especially in evening games, when it gets dark, it may feel like it's time to get ready for bed. Oh, yeah. Well I think for people watching that game last night, they probably did have an early night. <laughs> uh, but we need to be alert, says Gary. It's, uh, it's to try to help the boys to get ready to go, and I believe there are some health benefits, so we're trying to make these marginal gains really important. All the boys were sitting in the hotel in Brighton, before the match, yeah. wearing these light therapy uh, goggles, lovely. they look like they sort of, sort of, you know, I mean, they sort of Oakleys you wear when you go skiing. Oh, okay. They sort of wrap around the quite bright. Look like those reactor light glasses. That no, no, no. Go, they look. The, they look like yeah. funky pair of shades and oh, a little lovely. bit sort of nine. 90- Imagine a sort of remember that show UFO in the seventies. Yes, yes, yes. Like sort of what people thought sci-fi was in the seventies. But those glasses, as and, if and and like that's a p- pilot. To, to make them
3: feel like daylight is lasting, like a sad lamp.
2: Yeah, you are. But yeah, <laughs> That's <laughs> but, why the lady is a sad lamp. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it is basically sad lamps. For some reason, um, Matt Doherty's not wearing them. I think if, maybe he just likes to feel like he's always ready for bed. He plays his oh, best right. football when he's sleepy. They should um get a, a team of toddlers
3: together because they never want to go to bed. No that <laughs> between yeah. three and eight years old. They just don't want to go to bed. They if
2: anything, they wake up at night. The only thing the only problem I could see is standing up the physicality of the Premier yeah. League. <laughs> yeah. I mean if you're between players have got smaller though. If you're between three and eight years old and <laughs> Lewis Dunk is going in for a fifty fifth fifty with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean you're you're gonna come up you're gonna come off the worst, hey, aren't you?
3: They probably cry a lot less than some of the footballers. Oh three seven oh, one yeah. seven hey.
2: Double two. Carl Walker, says Lewis. Yeah, very nice. I mean, Absolutely got, loads I mean, talk in. about Terence Tent, ter- Arnold. They're lovely ter- Perfect. Terence Tent. Well, that's if you camp and hike <laughs> at the same time. That is pushing it a bit. That's more camping footballers. <laughs> isn't Nathaniel Incline. Beautiful. Oh, that's good. It's, it's happening,
3: Paul. Yeah, okay. It's happening. It's, it's, is, it's happening despite it is real life. I think.
2: Big news of the day, of course. Uh, Sun, page three. No, it wasn't that. Oh. Um, it was the Arsenal Steak Sandwich. Right. Arsenal are currently in one of the lounges. I haven't, this is a daft story. One of the lounges, you can get a steak sandwich with chips, onion rings, uh, twenty seven quid with a drink. Okay, right? yeah, lovely. So, people, and then one fan rage that symbolises all that's wrong with the game. <laughs> I don't know if, the I a, gone. if i had a top ten. If, if I had, a, if I have a top ten, well, oh, a twenty seven quid
3: steak sandwich, few onion rings, and a, and a coke. Is it twenty seven quid? I think that's all right. You think so? I mean, it's a lot. I but mean, you pay a lot, and you pay a lot, yeah, don't you? In, I think it's in, in a one stadium. of their sort of, uh,
2: sort of, sort of plush, loungy bits. Yeah, and you know, you could have eaten before the game. You could have gone to the pub and had a had a bowl of chips. Yeah. or something. you don't have to buy it. You don't have. No one's making you have it. But but I just thought to myself, for twenty seven quid, yeah. I I want um, I want Mikel Arteta to do come up and do a salt bay like he did last week and feed it to me off a knife. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? You want, you want him to. Turn I up if, there I wonder if Mikel Arteta looks back on that oh, bit of footage of regret. another grown man feeding him steak off a knife <laughs> and thinks "Now nah, that was a bad call <laughs> regrets yeah. regrets yeah, yeah I reckon that, absolutely I, 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 yeah that was a bad call um, so anyway uh, I don't know where that takes us but uh, that's that is, it, is it the most you've ever paid for a sandwich? Is that what you're? <laughs> is that what you're trying to get? No, at? it's not, Charlie. <laughs> Do You see what I mean?
3: Is that what you're trying to get? We at? have
2: this is why we have a filtering What's process. What's the most
3: you ever paid for a for a food of, uh, for a sports event? Is that what, what you're, you're
2: at? At? I could ask the listeners what symbolises all that's wrong with the game, <laughs> but and it, most of them will say steak sandwich just to yeah. spite yeah. me. I'd say
3: uh, fixtures being moved for TV to like so like if it's you know yeah. if it's somewhere in the south. Liverpool be born with on a Sunday night, for instance. Yeah, that's a
2: bit boring as well, I'd say that's
3: one of the worst things, VAR. Uh, Anyway, um, this...
2: Titus Ramble has come in. (laughs) Of course. We're interested in your marginal gains. I mean, we hear about marginal gains at the top level, don't we? But maybe you've gone down that route in life, in work, in sport. You've got a little marginal gain... cheat maybe yeah, maybe you've gone that extra even playing sunday mornings you've gone that extra yard yeah. you've got your own marginal gain yeah we've got a bin zone
3: app uh, i've told you about it before the bin, yeah. the bin zone app tells you what bins it is. Yeah, that's a boy band isn't it <laughs> it's a bin zone waste life, isn't oh, it? okay. it's the, waste yeah. life. that's right <laughs> it's a boy
2: band a lot of five or six young bin men all get together <laughs> and the two rival bands we've got a bin woman so you know oh, it's okay.
3: 2024 paul it is yeah, yeah. um uh, what was I saying? Yeah, but that's my marginal gain. I know exactly. That's bins allowed, is I know. it? I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: Doesn't, it doesn't even work, is it? Uh, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ 03717 Uh You can get in touch on anything you like um, and we'll just hopefully... just telling you we've never you had more texts. <laughs> I'm just telling you that.
3: I say. say we've got
2: a, a hundred. T- we've made. Don't. We've just made the company that that, that we
3: work for don't, hundreds of pounds. Don't
2: pander to him, for goodness' sake, because <laughs> you're only giving more confidence to do it. Dennis Berghouse, very it, nice. This, this, oh, that's quite. I quite like that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. We're looking at the Oscar nominations yeah. uh, coming in uh, currently and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Best Picture. You want to give you a quick American fiction, <laughs> yeah. Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah. That's for the older people. Anatomy of I Fell Over, of course, <laughs> for younger people. <laughs> he's had a fall. Um, Barbie, Barbie, The Holdovers. Paul yeah. Giamatti. they've written he's very good in that. Okay. Not out here yet. Flowers of the Killer Moon, which I saw at the weekend, Charlie, and would recommend. Top level. About it's got a, it's about uh, forty-five minutes longer than Oppenheimer, but felt. Oh felt shorter oh okay it's a, it's a uh it was over three hours but it was re- it was really good
3: look can't you never can't can <clears throat> maestro oppenheimer past lives and poor things
2: poor yeah. things they won't win poor things, poor things. They've, <laughs> had a, a f- they've had a they've had a fall <laughs> Not anyway film, uh you, you'll get all that in the news uh a little bit later on but uh john you know i'm sure i keep an eye on this uh as well as uh fretting about tonight's game between his club wimbledon and uh, mk dons is comedian and uh, AFC Wimbledon fan, Jeff Norcott. Good oh, afternoon, great. Jeff. Hello,
4: Jeff. Good afternoon, chaps. I was just listening to the Oscar noms there. Yeah. And- mm. There's always one title in there that just sounds immediately like a film that most normal people would just go, well, I'm not watching that. It's <laughs> something, something enigmatic like Anatomy of a Fall. It's yeah. always like the, the the flight path of caterpillars or, or, yeah. or the smell of vinegar or yeah. something weird. <laughs> I'd, like, watch yeah. vinegar, I'd watch that. The smell of vinegar, I'd absolutely
2: no... Well, I'd rather watch that than watch tonight's game. I went and saw that, the pictures. No one fell over. I was, <laughs> <laughs> no one fell over. Um, not one energy. fall. What was the point of that?
3: Two hours of my life and everything. Tis of course uh the anatomy of autumn ah in this country oh yes yeah. That's oh, okay. thank you very much
2: now uh jeff how do you view tonight's game is it like a trip to the dentist do you sort of fear mm. defeat does it mm. bother you that much you want to stick it well to well the thing is we haven't done very well against this club mm.
4: that we're playing tonight since it's, it's, it's brutal really there's no there's no justice well there is I mean, they started off with a championship place. Now they're in League Two. We started off in the ninth tier. We've got our own ground. So I I guess there is. I mean, people will often uh, talk about it as as a derby. And as I think we've discussed before, it's not really that. But, you know, because you've got like the South Coast derby. You've got the Glasgow derby. You've got, you know, the the Merseyside derby. I think, could we call this the existential derby maybe? (laughs) Yeah, that'll take off. yeah Yeah, I mean I mean I was just talking about giving things terrible titles that would put people off you've just just been shortlisted
2: for best picture (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: but I think I I think the dentist chair analogy is is, is pretty close Mm. I will be keeping I mean literally where I live is sort of you know that old thing about if they were playing in my back garden I wouldn't open my curtains well I don't live that far from um, where this club are based and uh, yeah I just I can't handle it my wife I went there in the first time we played them in the FA Cup and my wife said well you never need to you should never do that again I haven't seen that version of you so uh, what I'll probably do is take the dogs for a very long and erratic yeah. walk between sort of 8 and 9 30. You're having a good season though aren't you,
3: you've,
4: you, you it's, you're you playing good football you seem to have in a good, play- young, yeah. good young manager mm. in the playoffs.
2: Push him or pushing for the playoffs. You've
3: got ha- half, in the half, playoff half of spots. Torquay United's old squad mm. Um so you know <laughs> obviously the Torquay revolution has taken over at AFC Wimbledon you've got uh, Joe Lewis, I think you've got. It's been
4: more fun. Yeah, it's Little. been, I, it's been more fun than the last few seasons. But the thing is, we had a lot of really tough seasons in League One. Then we got relegated. Then last season, we, we, we've got the sort of January curse where we don't seem to win after January. So a lot of our fans have sort of got PTSD. So it doesn't matter how many goals we are ahead. It, mm. Any sign that it's going to go curly? Like I think we were beating Ramsgate five nil, and there were still people on the fans forum going, "All right, let's just." Let's just see how this one goes, all right? Let's yeah. just let's not count any chickens before they hatch. So it's taken a while. I think Johnny Jackson is, is a good manager. Hmm. He's brought in good players. Um, Al Hamadi is just a question of whether or not we can hold yeah, on to him. He's, he's got 16 goals. But it was an interesting story with Hamadi because it's my son's birthday coming up. And uh, my wife said to me, oh, I've ordered the cake and we're going to have Al Hamadi. On the cake, and I said to her, babe, "You should have spoke to me." The January transfer window is not even done yet. I mean, he could he he could be in Saudi Arabia by the end of the month. This is madness. And, yeah. And I was because he's my son's favourite player, yeah. so I really sat down with my son as though I was going I know, break some terrible news in the family. And, and and I think it was more me that was upset because he went, "All right, I'll just I'll just have a different player's name." I was like, "Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could do that."
3: Yeah. I, icing is cheaper than having it on the back of a shirt, though.
2: Yes, that is very true. So could, could right. he's not, but he can't play tonight because he's at the Asian Cup, isn't he? Mm. He is. Omar Bugil sadly got knocked out <clears> with Lebanon, so he's back. But I
4: think that might be a bit too much jet lag to go on the bench. But it worries me. We brought in a lot of strikers um, in, the, in the, the transfer window on loan. And that suggests Al Hamadi might go. But... But, you know, I think we're just sort of throwing a lot of, of stuff at the wall here. Hopefully something yeah. sticks. And, and you know, what I'm kind of hoping is, is you know, that thing that you often see in the Rangers Celtic games is when, when players come into light and are playing their first version of this in sort of intense uh, kind of sub-derby atmospheres, they're a bit more passionate. But I hope it's not like the... You know, in the 90s, there were a lot of Eastern European Rangers or Celtic players that would just go and kick someone in the head in the first 10 minutes to prove <laughs> themselves to the new fan base. So let's hope, hope they can channel it a bit more constructively.
3: If you win tonight, you go above them, I think, don't you? You're on 39, they're on 42, but you got a better goal difference. So Yeah, knock them out the playoff yeah, place knock them out of the playoffs. Lovely, gives a bit of
2: edge to tonight.
4: Do you know what's so funny about this fixture is it's really opened up ideological schisms in Wimbledon fans because there are some who talk about it as almost like a multiverse where we, if we if this all hadn't happened we'd still be at Sellers Park yeah, in a sort yeah. of Doctor Strange type timeline mm-hmm. and and there are others who are sort of more forgiving of the younger uh, fans but then you get the real like there's some people who will never ever watch us play them in any format but they were considering watching it on the kind of like uh, the I Follow thing where you can pay a ten or yeah, whatever you yeah, see. Yeah. But then there was a massive discussion broke out as to how that revenue broke down, and when we realised that our club only got two quid out of every ten, people are like, well. I'm not watching that. So I think we're going to have to let the fans know by lighting beacons somewhere oh, on the. Oh, nice! Yeah, topic. that's a nice idea. Nice idea.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you made your lad a, a a Wimbledon fan as well, because there's something you know. If they go to school and there's Manchester United mm. shirts and Arsenal, yeah. and Liverpool, and all that, yes. and they their heads get turned. But do, was it tough love? Did you insist, or was, has he sort of organically come to it because it's dad's club? Well, one one of the things about raising a son is you do realise how easy it is actually to indoctrinate
4: someone. Do you yeah. know that phrase about "give me the boy at seven, I'll give you the soldier at 17. Mm. Not only is he an AFC Wimbledon fan, he loves Star Wars. He thinks you two are the greatest rock band that ever. You know, there's a
2: curious sort of. Uh, really, he's, a basic, he's a sort of forty-year-old man already, yeah. isn't he? Can I book him for a he day's loves-
4: writing, uh, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. he, he loves he loves a curry, but I, I think he's smart <laughs> enough as well. I think he's smart enough to work out that there is a bit of cachet that goes... I know, I know a lot of fans will cringe when Wimbledon fans, we do tend to congratulate ourselves on being sort of like the most realist of real fans. Mm. But but there is a bit of cachet that goes with it. People are people are are interested, you know, and mm. a lot of people, you could sort of... A lot of people lost track of what happened to Wimbledon and when you tell them the story... I mean, you've got, you know, that... You know, Wrexham who were sort of got their own kind of storyline, you know, but our one was were more organic, really. we yeah. We really did do the thing that you're kind of supposed to do twice so so I, i'm sort of pleased for him it, it's tricky though because the family are all spurs and every christmas there are you know heated negotiations about what yeah. replica kids are going to be in the mix oh, yeah. and uh i have to stand that out you're already
3: you tour. T- t- you're on tour jeff yeah that's right and uh mm. you're you're on tour all year i'm assuming it's quite a big tour you talk a, yeah. and you're writing a book as well i think about men's mental health Or you've written it
4: that, that's been out. The British Bloke Decoded, that's which it, is still available. That came out in the audio paperbacks coming out in May, I think. But, yeah, the tour, I, I'm starting, I'm going back on tour with Basic Bloke, and I've got some real glamour ties coming up now. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, Grimsby, we're talking Mansfield, oh, nice. Loughborough, nice. Derby. You know, these, yeah. these these kids now, Charlie. A lot, lot of League, two, league
3: we- One, League One sort of gigs you're doing there. Mm.
4: If you can't do it on a wet Wednesday in Grimsby, you're not really a comic. And, and, and a lot of these kids now in comedy, they say, oh, I want to do a two week run at yeah, the Soho Theatre. Oh, yeah, not don't, me, you mate. Don't want to I, do that. I want to be in no budget way. hotels. I <laughs> yeah, want to be at welcome breaks. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. people can catch me. If you get on Live Nation, there's 40 dates uh, this spring. Great. Basic bloke, a guaranteed good night out with Jeff. There Always. is a link through for a funny
2: man. Jeff all the dates and all the infos there. And
4: busy,
3: and busy managing Brighton, of course, at the same time. So that's good. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's my
4: best look People want to have a look. I can't remember the geezer's name, but put in my book. Deserber,
2: yeah, exactly like him.
4: Yeah, yeah. we the sunken eyes, Derby. Let's call it that.
2: Enjoy the game tonight, Jeff, as much as you can. I hope so. Cheers,
4: chaps. Thank you. Bye.
2: Jeff Norcott, there, comedian. Go and catch him on tour uk the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Younger Chelsea fans
3: mm. now have only ever known like massive. It's been success. all gravy. It's all yeah. been all success. Yeah. So you sort of understand them, but but you know older Chelsea fans being angry about it. I thought, sort of well, you've been here before. You yeah, know, mate, you, ha- you have changing. been here
2: before. So um, you, you know, you know you know that's I mean, how football pretty goes. Pretty long time ago, yeah. really. Since since the mid nineties, it's been yeah. sort of all gravy. And well, I never
3: have any. I don't have any sympathy at all for Man United fans, Chelsea fans. No, uh, because
2: or, uh, sort it's of, all relative, though. Charlie, I, isn't I don't it?
3: have any sympathy for it because you have absolutely I mean, years and years and years of massive success. That can't just go on forever.
2: Fans don't think like that. I you don't think to. like that. You 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 hanker for the days when you're a league club again. Yeah, Everybody. No, I'd love that. it's incremental isn't it where yeah. you know if uh, that's the thing you hanker to be back in the big time of league 2 and i'm not being no, i'm not, no, being no, patronizing. No, it's not i mean you want to be back you want to be back in the league i was having this conversation yesterday and you've you... been there you know you feel the pain of yeah. you know you've, you've you've been a regular league club for years when was the last time you were in the football oh, 10 league 10 years
3: Paul. wow that's oh, 10 wow. years 10 years ago and and you it, yeah. it creeps up on you and you go oh, God, that, that's now a long time, you know. Yeah. If, how long have I supported talking? About? 30, 35 years. 30, you know, so a third of that has been non-league. Mm. And all the sort of stories that I've I loved before that were us trying not to fall out of the league. Yeah, You know, so it's... uh. But, but my point about being a fan, I was having this conversation yesterday, I did that, um, the, uh, David's... David L's podcast yesterday. My new football club. Oh yeah. where he's taken on ecstasy. My point about being a fan is you just support the team wherever they are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're ever, unless you're winning everything. I don't know if you're ever that happy. Are we in? as football fans are we just perennially disappointed
2: yeah I think that's That's pretty much it It. that's just that's pretty much it unless you're a City fan currently and even they have their moments you never know do you you never know yeah yeah but if they don't win every game they get disappointed don't they yeah yeah exactly exactly. Uh, Michael in Durham marginal gains we're talking about Gary um, O'Neill he said when we were kids me and my mates used to go to Trent Bridge for the cricket the boundary was a large tow rope when knots were batting, we would walk round the boundary and kick the rope in and when they were fielding, we'd go around and kick it back out again <laughs> different times. I don't think we affected any result, made yeah. it a little shorter boundary. Oh, yeah, well, that's the
3: equivalent of like, you know, moving the
2: goalpost. Yeah. You know, moving, the, moving the bag in when. Nice idea. So, Michael, so there may have been one or two results. Although, yeah. I don't know when that was. Wasn't it, a four. Yes, I it mean, it was a four. The, the, I mean, you didn't get, you know, you didn't get. A, the fielders in those days were not that athletic, not as they are now. They'd sort of <laughs> bored be going out there and some. Fellow, slow left armour had sort of trundled out there, even no. playing county cricket. You didn't see... Gap doing
3: one of those ones where you catch it, push it back over the line, you don't step
2: back over did, the line, and didn't, then catch it, and then you, wang it in. You didn't see many of those. <laughs> no, no, that's very true. They're, you know, yeah, they're different these days. Uh, Charlie wanted, um, I mean, you've taken liberties with this, uh, court topic because Charlie wanted, um, hiking based, yeah, hiking based footballers, So, Linvoy Primus Stone, I'd say so. that's more camping based footballers, <laughs> would you? Okay, but thank you very much so for I it. like you being specific about Alan Helly Hansen, yeah, okay, <laughs> but. Lee Campfire that's it's camping nice. really isn't it uh, Donny Van Der Peak that's not that's you're hiking nice. that's quite hiking. good yeah, Nobby look- Styles At, that's the actual name nobody's put their nobody's put their names on these Virgil Van Hike, of course George <laughs> in Chester
0: like
2: Wally that. Downs yeah, yeah okay Gary like from uh, from yeah, Harley Harley Paul. Paul. thank you Gary Bukayo Rucksacker, I don't know about that. Is that camp? There's George in Chester? He's gone mad. That's his second one of the day.
3: Did you see? Uh, Harley Paul have got a new manager, actually, Paul Kevin Phillips.
2: Yes, yeah, Kevin we, Phillips yeah. taken
3: over Congratulations there. Congratulations to Kev Yeah, fantastic. That was, that was, I don't know how. I, I think he's coached Was he coaching at South Shields? South Shields, before, yeah. He's it? been. Yeah, yeah, been,
2: yeah. been oh, he did all right there, didn't he? Well, yeah. Um, Charlie's Gold Juice. That sounds like oh, a new yeah. scent. Stocked only at Sports Direct. Says Bobby <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> That's nice. Bobby. Can we have a bottle of that, Des Radol? <laughs> I'll get a bottle. <laughs> Gold juice was was fifty pounds
3: now four ninety nine. Yeah. Listen, I reckon I could bring that out, gold juice, and people would buy it. And if they sprayed it on and they scored that Saturday yeah. or Sunday, yeah. I, they would. It's a little out. marketing
2: <laughs> idea, you know, absolutely. It sounds, that, it sounds like the sort of thing Paddy Power would give out at yeah. the start of a Sunday morning season. Yeah, well, I had yeah. a good idea for Paddy Power. Actually, well, did you really? I had a really
3: good, good uh, marketing idea for them. You know, they did the green treble. Oh yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. For them next year. They they put out a story saying huh. that Luke Littler finds the double ten too easy, right? So they've retired the double ten off the board, That's
2: nice and idea. they make boards without see, without you, a double ten. Now you've put it out there. You could have given that. Could have given they? them that. Yeah. It's a nice idea, a isn't it? For you, couldn't it? He's ever a so good board. Do you see him in the other yeah. way? oh. I do love the way, Brilliant. I mean, everybody has their favourite doubles, but I mean, yeah. you do, I, he just loves it, doesn't he? He loves you know, that double. You know, he's ten. always going for that, yeah, and he rarely misses it. Find someone who loves you as much as Luke Littler <laughs> loves
3: double 10. Yeah. Nice no, Valentine's card there. I love you like Luke Littler loves double 10.
2: Okay. You're full of great. Happy m- Valentine's Day. Great business ideas I don't think, today, I could, Charlie. What am I wasting my time Shame about here? the cool topics you put out <laughs> to the listeners. I like this one, though. Schlepp back. Slep, so I can't even say it. Blatter. Blatter Lovely, that's yeah. right, yeah, for like the that. hiking Very footballers. Nice. The
1: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: There we are. More Oscars news coming in there yeah. from Toby. Have, have you seen Oppenheimer Charlie? I haven't seen Oppenheimer, I've seen Barbie. Well, of course, you've got a
3: sort of eight-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah I've got a so daughter, and yeah. I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy yeah, it. I'm enough, yeah. as they say. Have you seen it, Paul? I haven't. That would mean nothing better, to you. I'm just Ken. Anywhere else I'd be a 10. I think that's up for best song, isn't Is it? Oh, a good, among them, good yeah. song. It's yeah. Yeah. not sang like that, obviously. No, okay. It. I quite like your version. Thanks. Like, Adrian Durham's been in touch. Yeah. Vincent Compassy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I <laughs> like it. that. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't quite get Oppenheimer. I, I, no? it, it's good. Yeah. Many laughs. It's good, but it's not great. And I, I you know, oh, in, I, my,
3: in my humble opinion. Yeah. Are you on the uh, Oscar
2: board? No, I'm not. So they Funnily they enough, shouldn't write it off just yeah, yet? No, no. Okay. I mean, I don't know what anybody else thinks. Anybody else no. cares? This is talk sport, after all. No, anyway, on no a more pressing, matter. certainly if you live in Kendall and your car's parked in Liverpool and you can't get off the Isle of Man. <laughs> um, because that's the case for the Kendall uh, Town fans who went over for the game against uh, the FC Isle of Man the other day. And because of Storm uh, Stormisha, they've been stuck on the island. Um... We're going to chat to one of them now. Dave Lambert is a Kendal Town fan. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave.
5: Hello. All right. Yeah, oh, we're not so bad,
2: thanks. Dave. Um, obviously a bit better than you are at the moment. So what is the latest? When when are you going to be able to get back and pick up your vehicles and, and drive up to Kendal?
5: Uh, we're flying tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, whether the permitting.
2: Right, because right. there's another storm coming. We've been in, here I, since I Saturday, how, Saturday lunchtime. Oh gosh! Are they, no, I think. Well, it's is bad a, now. The ferry's cancelled today. Oh,
5: ferry's cancelled.
2: Right, I was going to ask you that because I've seen there are no flights till tomorrow, but the ferries are cancelled because it's still pretty choppy out there, and there's another weather front coming, in. so you can't get the boat. That's not an option. Okay. It's
5: oh, bad. Dear. Right, we
2: are
3: struggling we are a little struggling. bit. We'll try and get the line back if We're, we can. Weather's not... Uh, We're trying to get the line yeah, back yeah. to the Isle of Man. Did, did you get... It. Was the ga- actual game on, Dave, on Saturday, or did you miss... Was that off as well?
5: No, the the, the game was on, but the referee allegedly... Oh, he was a very good ref, actually. He was only a young lad. Oh, yeah. And he said, if there hadn't been so many people from Kendall, he would have called the game off.
2: Mm. Right.
5: He was that bad.
2: Really But it was
5: a 4G pitch All right Okay
3: Okay.
2: Oh
5: it was terrible Yeah
2: You're a bold bold bunch Despite the fact that The weather was um, You know There was a weather warning Out there 240 of you Went Which is I tell you Is very impressive I take it you're a regular Away fan Are you watching the club
5: I'm not actually No no. (laughs) We just went for the weekend But I, I do Follow him And From Kendall Yeah But we're Evertonians Actually Oh okay my brother and my nephew They're season tickets At Goodison But We didn't have A game We didn't have a game This week So we thought We'd go and watch Follow our local club
3: Yeah And the Isle of Man away I mean when you see that Come up in the fixture list You think Yeah oh, we we'll yeah. give that no, a go an easy We can flight. hear you
5: Dave
2: Yeah we can is it, hear you it, Is it an expensive flight Dave, Dave Where did they charge you From uh, Liverpool Isle of Man No it was
5: eight Liverpool, Tyler, man, return with EasyJet was £79. So bad. Not which is bad. pretty good.
2: Especially if yeah. you've had a fight days in the middle of it.
5: Yeah. Come back with Logan Air it's costing us 142 one way. Oh, gosh. Right.
2: So that gets you back a day earlier, does it? And it's it? a
5: prop plane.
3: Prop plane in this weather. You don't want that.
5: Uh, well, <laughs> we, would have, we would have been back Sunday Yeah, with EasyJet. Mm. Okay. But obviously because... The plane was actually on approach to Isle of Man, and it was that bad it turned back. Oh blimey! Oh, blimey. But it would never know. have left Isle of Man anyway, even if it had landed. Yeah. But fair play to Easy Jet—they put safety before, yeah, you know, landing.
2: Did you win?
5: And they turned yeah. back to Liverpool.
2: Did mm. you win, Dave, your game against Isle of Man FC?
5: No, the referee's watch stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
3: equalized,
5: equalized, yeah. The refs were stopped. Oh, dear, uh, oh. I think the oh. rain got in his way. Okay, I look, I think I Dave, think, we are think, struggling with it. We wish we've we got a
2: delay, we've got a bit of Norman Collier. It's yeah. the fall, it's the fall, Monty, but, but Dave, a safe journey back. Maybe we will get back. Thanks very much. For joining us, oh, there it we is are, Dave. It's, uh, Dave Lambert. There, but and what really, it did do? They're struggling with the Wi-Fi on the Isle of Man as well. I was well, say, it gave us really gave us the atmosphere of of what it's yeah. like to be
3: there in a storm. You know, they're just clinging on to stuff the over storm, there on the Isle of Man. The storm
2: stopped now. there's oh, right, just oh, right. a slightly chunky Wi-Fi in Dave's hotel. I mean. Oh, that's what I was trying to. Think. The club, I mean, I have read that one or two of the sort of older uh, Kendall fans who went over there needed medication and they obviously didn't know they're gonna be there for three or four days. But no, sure. fair play the Isle of Man FA who got onto the team doctor and sorted all those people out. Oh, so did it, that's good. Everybody's got against like, Medication,
3: that's what you need. That's it. Exactly. Wanna wanna be
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um the referee's watch stopped. I think he was, uh, he was, he was making a point was that was he I he, oh, right, I think he actually did. Right, if it did, if water did
3: get in, in his watch and it stopped and yeah. and then they got stuck in kendall yeah. i mean it, it couldn't really have got any is. worse could it the worst episode of midsummer murders i can imagine <laughs> <laughs> i've never been to the isle of man charlie have no, you not been no not not been i've been, what been if you'd be big on the isle of man oh if you I went over there, went there at the, the there, gig did a gig or something like that They'd my my friend jed yeah my friend jed is a farmer six foot four yeah oh okay. could lovely, be a jockey
2: lovely but he could be yes jockey. Yeah, to go that's, the, that's the, all the
3: craze six yeah. foot four, four jockeys Brilliant farmer he is He runs a farm shop Blue Tin, Blue Tin farm shop as well and yeah. Absolutely brilliant If you want a cup of coffee And a bit of cake and stuff as well Yeah. Nice cycle up a hill Get to his farm Where he's, is it? He's a proper farm as well In Oxfordshire That's quite handy for me Living in Oxfordshire Yeah it'd be nice I'll, to you, I'll yeah. pop long, down there the Long scene. cycle <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> Anyway He's six foot
3: four Six foot five Massive bloke Big yeah. beard Proper like Proper like whoa, yeah. Big bloke You know Yeah <laughs> He went uh, to the Isle of Man TT Oh yeah To uh, I, I think I'm allowed to tell this story I'll tell it and then we'll see Okay, I'll see if I get in trouble. He's quite big. Um, he went to the Isle of Man TT, hmm. and uh, he had a few pints. Okay, quite a lot of pints. Okay, and then entered the axe throwing competition. Ah, okay. They're not keen in the world of axe throwing to, to <laughs> let you do that first. And he won it. Wow, he won it. He won it after uh, after let's say over eight pints. Wow, but he's a big bloke, so we can take it. But he won the ax We'd like the to point out that yeah. that's
2: not a great kids. This. That's not a clever thing to do. There we are. So there we
3: are. So that's that's my only experience of the Isle of Man. I'd love to go to the Isle of Man. I had a great uncle who rode in the Isle of Man, TT. Wow. Fred, okay. Freddie Hawking. That's impressive. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, can't, I haven't got a motorbike licence, so I, okay. can't, I won't be able to ride in it. That's oh, okay. what I'm saying, Fair if they want enough.
2: me to. Maybe go over there and do the drunken axe throwing instead. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, uh, most people would consider... Jockeys to be quite short wouldn't they yeah, generally so you think generally that. they are you think of the I think you Carstons? can say that without fear of reproach yeah they they uh, it, it helps mm. i'm guessing but um we, we've got news now of a big piece in the racing post today, Thomas Costello, they say uh, he's built to be a basketball player rather than a jockey, but standing at six foot four and his bare feet. <laughs> Than what he is in heels. No, no, yeah. Uh, the 22 year old could go into the history books as the tallest Cheltenham Festival winning rider of all time. He's oh, not yeah. the first six foot four jockey to ride at the festival. I believe Jack Andrews did last week. So, the world of tall jockeys, will enter that now. We
1: should have a special with, race
2: with Rupert Bell. I think he's back in the country. Good afternoon, Rupert. Hello, Rupert.
1: A uh, good afternoon. Yes, I am back in the country, yeah. back um, in a bit of a culture shock from 30 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, coming into 30 degrees Fahrenheit after enjoying 33 degrees centigrade. So yes. um, it was a culture shock, but never mind. I don't
2: feel um, sorry for you. James your, uh, okay. James, your fellow Villa fan in Birmingham says, has Rupert finished his gap year holiday yet? Or, <laughs> or is he now working on a sheep farm in the
1: outback in Australia? <laughs> That's very cheeky of him, but uh, I had a very good gap year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was a very good gap year around Vietnam um, and Cambodia. Thoroughly enjoyed it, but great Lovely. to be back. Um, only, th- only three weeks, so, um, and um, I didn't get on a moped uh, apart from a Vespa tour around Saigon, which was just oh. the most bonkers thing I've ever done. But oh, anyway, sure. we well, you
2: were riding pillion,
1: were you, or oh. did you, yeah. yeah. You know, I was riding Pillion. I wasn't prepared to take on the, uh, yeah. the Ho Chi Minh traffic, but uh, yeah. organized chaos, I think, is the best way of describing it. And um, but, um, great fun.
2: So tall jockeys, yeah. Thomas Costello has got a chance uh, at the festival. So I was reading about Jack Andrews last year. Again, he was heading off to the festival. I don't think he got the winner he wanted. So, but six foot four does seem incredibly tall for a jockey, especially as you have to make you have to make the weight as well.
1: Yeah, and he says that when he comes from a a very um, illustrious Irish racing family, his grandfather was a great buyer of horses and and he's steeped in the sport. But at six foot four, yes, um, his height is against him. But he may be lucky enough at this stage that the weight he's able to maybe do something like 11 stone. I don't know what his minimum weight, but if he's doing 10 stone, then there is nothing left on him. Um, There are other tall jockeys, Ben Bromley's tall. But one of the problems is now that everyone's getting a little taller, so it's more likely to happen. And, and, and in flat terms, you know, the really small jockeys don't really exist uh, in the numbers that they yeah. used to. So it is a change, but clearly it would be um, a, a quirk if, if uh, Thomas Costello could ride a winner, and he's riding for Willie Mullins. So it's not as if he hasn't. He might not. He'll be turning on up on a horse that might have a bit of a chance. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. How his career progresses, it can't be easy when you're that tall and trying to do the kind of weight that he's expected to do because uh, eating is not an optional extra.
2: Well, he gave us an insight in the post to his uh, diet. He is around 11 stone he aims for. He said, I eat a lot of yogurts and chicken and try not to eat much bread or any foods with saturated fats. I have a sweet tooth as well which makes it hard. Um, yeah, so the secret is trying to eat things that will fill me but won't fatten me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure so they, they have sort of dietitians. They get a bit of help on that front, don't they?
1: Much more so than they used to. Yeah. Funny enough, I was talking to my colleague Lizzie Kelly this morning ah. who seems to have gone, now she's retired, has gone completely the opposite way because we were already discussing our culinary requirements for the Cheltenham Festival this morning in the evening so she's gone completely the other way because basically during the festival she would not be eating anything And, and, and all jockeys know that they have to absolutely be so careful what they eat. The idea of suddenly having a bit of a blowout in the evening is just not a possibility for many of them and certainly if you're six foot four you really can countenance Sunday thinking, right, I'll have a plate of steak and chips. That's just not yeah. going to be good for him at all. So it, it is a very monastic kind of lifestyle, but if you've got the carrot of a, of a Cheltenham festival winner, then presumably that's the inspiration for him to eat a lot of yogurt and uh a bit of chicken. And so, we know um, we
3: know we all know you're happy just with the wild bean cafe, you know. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> well, actually, uh, sadly it's closed, but I didn't mind La Gavroche the other the other oh. day. Oh, but actually oh, yes. uh, you know uh, the wild bean cafe, yes, it's very important in my life, but um mm. yeah, any, the four courts any are, four court,
3: are yeah.
1: but uh for, for, for Thomas Costello and other tall jockeys, mm. they won't be necessarily they might be popping in to pick up a, um, a carton of yoghurt from the Wild yeah. Bean Cafe, but that'll be about it.
2: Well, uh, he's looking, he's, Thomas is looking for a Cheltenham winner, but so are, uh, you can put your golf hat on there. Now, actually, you can probably put your golf hat on top of your your, your jockey's hat, oh, lovely. because uh, Graham McDowell and Brooks Koepka, uh, have a probably have a runner at Cheltenham, and they have a chance, don't they?
1: Yeah, look, yesterday at Warwick, a horse called Gibby Five, trained by mm. Harry Durham, who's a very, uh, well, he's part of the Nichols family, but he's a very exciting prospect in the training ranks on his own now. And he's managed to get Brooks Kepka and Graham McDowell in on a horse owned, well, it comes under the banner of smash racing. He played a pro-am with Graham McDowell, obviously did some schmoozing and obviously got uh, Brooks Koepka in as well. And the important thing is looking at the live schedule, they've got an event that finishes on the 10th of March. So the, if there is going to run it, it has been entered into triumph hurdle, which is on the Friday. May want to go for the Fred Winter juvenile hurdle instead, but they could easily turn up. And uh, I have to say, it wasn't what I was expecting of the racing news. That Brooks Kepka is is a big racing fan, but it would be a very welcome addition. We know how good he is on the golf course, but um, clearly he might have the Midas touch when it comes to finding uh, owning the right racehorse. So. It would be wonderful to see Lee Westwood of course is a regular visitor to the festival mm. and I'm sure he'll be hot footing it back from Hong Kong where I think they're playing the event that ends on the 10th of March to be at the festival and maybe Graham McDowell and uh, Brooks Kepka will be turning up as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, some much needed prize money for those live golfers who who oh. I think who'd struggle otherwise really financially.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well there no, if, if, Prize money in British racing, they won't even know what it is. I mean, they probably first prize is 80,000 pounds or something yeah. like that. Maybe if you win the Triumph hurdle, um, that for them is is just beer money. Yeah. Um, so, um, but for Brooks Kepka, look, he is a multi millionaire. How many times over, I do not know, but it, I just think back as he's got a horse, and I assume he might have been watching from his Florida base yesterday. Um, and suddenly a bit of focus on British jump racing from an international perspective so I think it can only be seen as a good thing whatever you think of Live Golf for Brooks Koepka and Graham McDowell to have a live chance I think would be is going to be good for the for the week
2: Indeed and uh, and your team take on Chelsea on uh, Friday in the mm. FA Cup I mean you if, you know if Chelsea get taken all the way tonight I mean it's a bit tight on them isn't it Tuesday and Friday yeah. having to play games you'll be all be fresh from your your winter break so um oh. How are you feeling about that game at the weekend?
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, I won't be sadly. I'm not going. Um, We've got Newcastle this time next week. With that, it's going to be a real um, important uh, league clash for us. But uh, hopefully, we can find a way of keeping our FA Cup run going. We've been pretty awful in it since getting through to the final in 2015. Uh, I think we won a game in 2016, and it's been pretty uh, slim picking since then. So fingers crossed we can win at Chelsea again. We do quite like winning at Stamford Bridge, uh, much to Andy's annoyance. So um, fingers crossed we can continue that run going and, and, and give us a chance of trying to win something because that's what Unai Emery is desperate to do is to get the team with that winning feeling.
2: Good stuff, Rupert. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks very Thanks, much. Rupert. There we are. There's uh, Rupert Bell yeah. there on Tool Jockeys and more and uh, myself and Andy and Charlie. We'll be at the Cheltenham Festival once again. Yeah, looking um, forward to that. For the full five days. We'll yeah. do a preview show on the Monday and then uh, the four days on course. Charlie, you're out and about. i not out and about, chatting yeah. Chatting to the yeah. stars find, and the punters? Finding
3: whoever I can find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to go full countryside sort of wear as well when I'm down
2: there. Yeah, I know you, know you go, you yard. embrace it. They changed they the it. dress code last year. Yeah. and I played sort of fast and loose with it, and then yeah, was surprised yeah. because they made it a lot more casual. You were there there. In Bermuda shorts oh, and a yeah. Hawaiian shirt. It felt a bit weird. But I, I wasn't. I wasn't your country tweeds, but no. people had stuck with it. They decided yeah. they didn't care what the what they. If it, it might have been a more relaxed dress code at uh, Cheltenham, but people went for it anyway. Yeah, it was nice their, to dress. They up, wore isn't their it? peaky blinders caps. <laughs> and their bum freezer jackets. They went it for did, it, didn't they? They did. Uh, Giacomo was empty that it week. Was, it was. <laughs> you couldn't, yeah. of those suits. couldn't get anything for love nor money. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's Magic. how it all unfolded today. Um, I'm back with Andy tomorrow, who could be in a foul mood if Chelsea yeah. uh, win, sorry, lose, but in a good mood if they've won. So who knows what the night will bring. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. You're back on Thursday. See you Thursday, Paul, yeah. For the spread and all that, Charlie back on Thursday. I'm here with Andy tomorrow. Do hope you can join us for one, if not podcast available at four. You've been listening to the
1: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm
0: on TalkSport.